calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to Fire Team Chad, IGN's Destiny Show. Thank you for joining us today. I'm here with Fran. What's up, everybody? Hi, hey, Guardians. Hi, Guardians. I wanted to say that instead, actually. Hi, Guardians. Is that is hey, that Guardians? Intro? You hosted the show last week. How'd it go without me? It was awesome. You yeah. weren't here, so I had a ton of fun. <laughs> no, uh, flawless it was production cycle. Tricky. I mixed up the production in all kinds of ways, but it was fun. We had some gameplay in there, but we did make a little mistake on the podcast side. So apologize. I didn't mute the game audio. Sorry about that. Anyway, on to the next week, on to the next battle. Yeah. yeah. Onward and upward. So it's a, a small crew today, just you and I. Yeah, just you and I. And we're going to be talking about uh, a poll that Bungie sent out. They asked, are you still enjoying Destiny? So we did a little poll of our own because we don't have access to those results. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, uh, I'm a pretty big Destiny guy, so I put a tweet out there. Got 26,000 responses. Yeah, that's huge. That is a big sample a big size. Number. Uh, Reddit also did a thread, but mm-hmm. uh, we're going to talk about the results. Uh, we're also going to talk about the weekly update and some pretty significant changes that are coming to the 3v3 map the or gameplay types, the Crucible. Jose's Crucible. Yeah. So, Fran, right away, let's talk sure. about that that poll. How about that poll? People, that say, poll though. people say we're awfully critical about Destiny a lot in the comments. I, I get it a lot on Twitter. I can't figure it out. Like, we're paid... Apparently is what they say. We're paid, to, but we're too critical. To love Destiny, but then we like constantly yeah. hate on the game, and so it, yeah. it, we are not paid to cover Destiny for the record. I uh, wish. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I wish I was paid by Activision. Yeah, you wouldn't work here if that were true. Yeah, but um, but yeah. So where where do we stand on the game? I think is the question. Uh, or do you just want to go over the, the results? Yeah. So let's take a look at the results right away. Put this poll out on Twitter, and uh, I said on a scale from one to four stars. How much are you enjoying Destiny lately? One, what? not enjoying. Four, enjoying a lot. And the results were four Wait, do you stars. Have a description for two or three? Did you ever make it that far? I think people figured it out. Also, kind of character. enjoying on a Saturday is two. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. See, I so uh, the Bungie Net forums also released a poll similar yeah. to this, and. Uh, they had a bunch of weird terms like meh, I don't know. And it was all over the place yeah. because there wasn't like be hard to tell. a succinct high or low point. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, one anyway, is low. 
So one star, 62% of the 26,000 votes. Not enjoying. Not enjoying. And you have to kind of remember with that, yes, I know a lot of players aren't really enjoying it anymore. I might be on that lower end of mm -hmm. uh, enjoyment level, you know, just yeah. because there's not a lot for me to do. Yeah. Not because the game's bad. So when I looked at this you poll, 62%. People saying they're not enjoying. You go to the high end; it's only six percent saying yeah. they're you know really enjoying. Shocking. Or actually, yeah, enjoying a lot was your, mm -hmm. your range. Enjoying a lot. My big caveat was the poll allows you to vote if you don't even play Destiny and hate it. We yeah. know that that unfortunately is going to be a result because yeah. we see people in the comments every week mm -hmm. saying like people still play this game. So I would caveat it a bit. I think it. I would bet you it's as much as double the number that it should be mm -hmm. because it's like that's a very high number of engagement um but the point is there's a lot of hate for it out there definitely sure. especially in our community you know yeah. the ign community people see that we cover it a lot and they kind of have been like please stop covering it so much but yeah. we love the game so and it's our job <laughs> to yeah. talk about talk about the game and what we think totally. about it critique it etc yeah. but there was no way to do this poll to get around it like actually i bring this up because last week i mm -hmm. almost put out the poll about do you like Rift, Clash, or Control better? Yeah. And one of the options I had for a second was like, um, like I'm not playing at all, or I don't even play Iron Banner. But mm -hmm. then I was like, oh wait, that's gonna like mess the results up. Definitely. But with this, you had to to do that. But yeah, a, a ton of people overwhelmingly saying they're just not enjoying it right now. We yeah. know that's palpable in the community. Everybody's talking about is dragging right now. There's just no updates. Yeah, there's just not much to do. I like hopping in and doing the raid still with my buddies. You know, that's still fun. You know, I'll stream that sometimes at night after mm -hmm. work, and uh, that's great. But, yeah, I'm also kind of on the side, like, I want to play other games right now. And yeah. that's okay. It doesn't mean I hate Destiny. Yeah. Or There's anything a, it's, like It's that. always, yeah. like, a time versus reward, right? Yeah. I've always said that about this game. And, like, I'm amazed that I'm still jumping back in. Like, I've had a mm -hmm. lot of issues with uh, hit detection and lag issues in the Crucible, even despite some of these fixes that they seem to be rolling out mm -hmm. where you just like, you die, even though you should have had the kill. Yeah. Um, but I'm I still hopping back in and playing. There's something about it. I apologize. I am listening. I'm just looking for the poll that Reddit did really quick. Yeah. And no. uh, trying Feel to find free to check it out. Trying to find out what they said. But anyway, they had similar results. So, I mean, I don't yeah. really need to look at it. I don't it, I think, yeah, you even, mm -hmm. like, I'm glad you did the poll. I don't think you need a poll to tell you that the community right now is not, like, loving it. There's plenty mm -hmm. of people that still play a lot. I still play. I'm going to play Trials this weekend. Yeah. I mean, we're doing a show about Destiny, so it's probably <laughs> not that shocking. But I think overwhelmingly, when you look at what's been in there in the last, like, three months, you know, SRL and some raid challenges. Yeah. Like, that's mostly it. So unless you like Banner, unless you like uh, the, you know, trials and those events bring people back. But this like, from PvE standpoint, other than collecting. We three, need something. Yeah, PvE. I mean, the 320 yeah. specials, like, uh, or whatever, heavies and whatnot, mm -hmm. getting that out of the challenges, I think, brings the core group back, but I think it's even a chore for some people where they're like, eh, it's just not worth it to me. Yeah. And I'm never getting the helmet anyway, so I'm just going to stop playing. You know? Yeah. So. <laughs> totally agreed. And I think this new exotic system where you kind of see all the exotics and what you have to collect, I don't know. It feels less special when I get an exotic in year two. And I don't know. Like, I feel like I just tore through the content super fast. Yeah. You know, like a lot of people did. And now we're just kind of like, all right. Like, what do I do now? I feel like I've done everything. Yeah, you brought this up when yeah. it first launched, and I sort of was like, well, I like having— You're crazy is what everybody said. No, I, yeah, I didn't say you're yeah. crazy, but it's— Not the, necessarily you yeah, guys, but Other yeah. people did, yeah. yeah. I think it's, the, it's that balance, right? Like, again, knowing that you can just go and get the chaperone and do this stuff, 
makes it less special. Yeah. But at least, you know, the argument I always made is it's not another Fatebringer or Galhorn problem. That literally, there's people that went eight months, and then the game totally just nerfed it and took it out of year one. Like, they never got to enjoy Galhorn because of that problem with RNG. So they solved it. Good. But now on the other side, I do agree with you. Like, I'm getting drops that are just not that special. I also think the raid weapon drops are just, that's... Like, why isn't there an exotic raid weapon drop? Yeah. Like, just a flat-out, like, amazing galvanic. Well, there's the chest. Yeah, but the yeah. point is it's not special to the raid. Mm-hmm. It's not like, like the Vex, final boss. Vex Mythoclast. Yeah. Yes. That is the perfect example. Like, you craved it. You, you could also get Galahorn there. Exactly. And Galahorn yeah. was like, oh. But, but Galahorn yeah. could drop anywhere. But my point is, right, the yeah. specialness of the drops is mm-hmm. gone. So, yeah, I mean, other than getting a 320, which does feel special, mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah, it, they got to balance that out. I mean, have you ever had a 320 uh, exotic drop ever? I mean, I no. certainly haven't. The, the chances oh, wait. are so low. Maybe. Yeah. I can't. I you can't would remember. remember. I think you would remember. No, I probably infused it, and that makes it a so. 320 exotic? Like, oh, I got a 320 I already have. Infuse, yeah. forget that I ever got it. I don't care. It's not right. exciting. It yeah. takes away that excitement, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, you need that special weapon that drops at the highest light level, or like have. Like, if the max level's 310, have one thing that drops at 320. Yeah. There has to be that that thing that you really, really want. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they've got a lot of work to do on that front. And, like, the next update is yeah. PvP. It's Crimson Doubles. So, yeah. you know, I think PvE players are really hurting. Like, there are a lot of people who just don't play PvP, right? Mm-hmm. And so they're, like, feeling like... I think that's sort of... It, it demonstrates the problems, right? Like, it's easier. It's got to be, obviously, right? To just make some modes out of the Crucible... It's a lot harder for them to take core gameplay content from the single or the campaign experience, um, you know, and actually make something out of it that like a quest and uh, a strike or what have you. Mm-hmm. But it is surprising, right? There's so much work going into the PvP for these little challenges and SRL and all this, but like nothing in PvE really, which is yeah. a real bummer right now. So Where- that's that's if they don't talk about something soon. I mean, oh, this yeah. is just going to get worse. So They also had that power shift internally where, like, you know, yeah. Pete Parsons is now CEO and everything. So I, I, there's a lot going on internally at Bungie that we don't know about. Yeah. However, I want to ask you, you asked me, where's your excitement level? Oh, with the game. Yeah, you never said. Wait, did you answer? Yeah, I did. I said it's closer to one. I'd probably say two because, like, when I hop on, I still enjoy yeah. it. But it's kind of just like a out-of-habit thing, not mm-hmm. a, like, oh, man, I can't wait to get home and play the raid you know, yeah, like I mean, it look, was when when yeah. it launched. For me, uh, I'm going to rate a four when the original Destiny came out, right? Okay, that's four. This is how I rate things, by the Destiny way. Destiny Vanilla? Trained critic at IGN. Yeah, so meaning yeah. when Destiny came out, a new franchise from Bungie. Four. Absolutely. Yeah. I was so stoked about this new game, this new franchise. Get that's to a, run Vault every week. Vault was oh, exciting yeah. every time you ran it. You never yeah. knew if you were going to get that piece of armor you needed. Well, it was grinding. But it was a grind. But the yeah. point is excitement level. It started yeah. at four. I'm just setting the bar. Yeah. So, yeah, if I'm being realistic, for me, it is a two right now. Like, Taking King was... Could have been a four for a little bit, but mostly was a three, I think. Yeah. Um, actually, it was no, really significant good. Significant improvements. It just meaning again excitement level. Mm-hmm. New console, that's a four for me. Yeah. I'm just setting the bar. So the point is for me, I'm going to say it's... a two, but I have a very high bar for a high level of excitement. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like when Prison of Elders drops, that's like a three for me. You know, that's like a three point eight. No, it wasn't, no just it wasn't that high. That's the yeah. point. It's like a two point nine. Mm-hmm. Some people will get that. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's a two for me right now. I mean, I'm excited to play Crimson Doubles with you know a couple people. <laughs> yeah, 
but uh, the PVE experience is dragging. And there's just, it's what everybody's talking about. Like, give us something to look forward to. You know, I'm going to use my Nintendo examples again. Like, I always, there's been a few E3s where all Nintendo had to do was show a Zelda logo. Mm-hmm. You didn't, and a sound. You didn't have to do anything but tell people we're working on it. But they're so stubborn that time went on for a whole year, and then they showed us, like, a, a slice of it kind of thing. But the point is, Bungie's in a situation where just get a little something out there like that like why can't you tell us something's coming in september october yeah. i mean it's an investor relations things i'm sure it yeah. goes all through activision yeah but it's creating a huge problem with the community because even if i want to come back and play i'm starting to feel slighted by this relationship with you who i've invested you, a ton of time in you know what i feel like kind of established that expectation the leaked slide that was never officially yeah, released by bungie sure was did. never supposed to come out but now fans have this yeah. mentality of, hey, you owe us news. We need to know what's happening with the development cycle. Guys, I hate to be harsh, but really you don't. You were never supposed to see that slide. That's part of it. You know. So I agree. That yeah. is set for sure. A very high expectation of what's uh-huh. to come. It was a roadmap. That's what the community that was wants never. Now. That was never supposed to be shown to it was anyone. Not. But you know. take a slice of that, which is the re- release of Dark Below, the release of House of Wolves, mm-hmm. the release of Iron Banner, and yada yada. That all year one had a path that was tattooed on your year one experience. Yeah. Year two, you would expect something like that. Even, even though intuitively, I think they're saying, well, the game was only you know whatever, forty dollars if you you know if you already owned year one. So it's not a full release yeah but like that's not intuitive to a gamer it's called year two i expect it to be like year one yeah that's the way i look at things right december dlc uh iron banner hit i forget which month december as well of last year something, something like, like that, that but yeah. the point is right trials hit in uh was it may you know yeah uh, yeah or whatever month. trials Prisons. my favorite multiplayer mode yeah. ever but the point is it yeah. has this pace uh it had new uh weapons being introduced into the world new exotics all the above and now it's almost March, and Nothing. we've basically got, yeah, we've got a couple, like, PvP things. And I appreciate that they added racing to the game, but that's not significant. Here's a scary thought. What if, what if they're out of, like, great ideas, and they're like, hey, well, no, <laughs> there's no not. way. Yeah. There's no way, right? I know it's, yeah, yeah like, that's conspiracy theory mm-hmm. stuff. It, it's not like no, no, they no, arrived. Not, yeah, I, I know. Just, it's kind I'm of. I'm just like, why are you guys waiting? Like, have you not come to consensus internally about, like, what's the best big thing to release? No, I or? think it is the internal development struggle of, this is what people take for granted. Mm-hmm. Destiny is like, look at the engine quality. I know it only runs at thirty frames a second. No, the engine's been, but it is like a, a nightmare to develop for. But it's, yeah. the, but it's very polished. I mean, not mm-hmm. that's what people I think love about Destiny. The world is very gorgeous. It's a very pretty game that behaves in you know this way, where you can play with six people all online doing all these things. Um, that's a lot of stuff to push to the server to sync up to have your game experience not crumble over. You know, I've never made a game engine, but I know enough to know that it's it's very high end. I speculate that that is part of what's caused these issues. They set the bar so high mm-hmm. that now they've got. Every time they do something, it has to meet this very, very high bar. So it's super expensive to make. And like the Oryx raid, ridiculously great. <clears throat> yeah. And, and they're just like, awesome. whoops, that's too good. Yeah, like, we don't, don't have anywhere up to go from here. See, I don't think you know? that. I think they have a billion ideas on the yeah. board that they wanted to do in the Oryx raid that didn't even make mm-hmm. the cut, that are totally in the next raid, and things they wanted to do in Vault. It's about, again, the time that it's going to mm-hmm. take to develop those things, make them work QA. I mean, if you've done QA as well, like you fix whatever someone's hair movement yeah and it turns into some huge bug yeah and so 
you know, hair, hair movement I, eats your heavy ammo. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. So again, you know, I, I I am known as someone I think who people will be like, oh, you're making so many excuses. Like they, you know, like stop making excuses for them. You're so not far really up. excuses. Bungie's it's just like, like it's like we're trying to think like what are they going through? Why is this happening? Here's what a developer typically would go through. That's right. I'm just you trying know. to explain. Like, we're kind of thinking out loud. Yeah, yeah, I mean, my point is I'm just trying to explain how I think they've arrived at where they are, which is they're like, you know what? <laughs> they could not keep up with that original pace. Mm-hmm. And so here we are, and we're going to get some release, I think, in September, October. But they couldn't keep up with year one pace. And it sucks. It sucks to be halfway through the year, really invested into a game, and now you're just like, ah, you keep waiting, right? You keep mm-hmm. waiting for the response, and every week it goes by, and it's just not there. I got a question for you. So do they keep dumping development costs into Destiny 1, Destiny version 1, year 2, year 1, whatever, uh, do they keep doing that and give us like some big new patch, or do they just put it all into Destiny 2 and make a phenomenal sequel? <laughs> what do I want? I mean, yeah, yeah, what do you I, think would be better? Well, at this point, yeah, I'm ready to move on to a full-priced you know, game, a full switchover. Mm-hmm. I think everybody talks like, please leave next-gen uh, or sorry, last gen behind. Yeah. Focus on the new experience. Fix the vault. Um, I mean, yeah, like that's what I expected this year. You know, whether it was exactly everything that we wanted, mm-hmm. I did expect a more significant jump. Mm-hmm. But with all the latest progress and rumors, I'm definitely getting worried. I I feel like they've rubbed fans the wrong way for too long, and they need to just say, "Hey, let's hold those major releases for the full sequel." I don't think they're ever going to get that swell of excitement like they did with uh, Year Two. You know, I think. King? Well, not for a DLC pack or anything like that. You know, I think they need to, like, focus on Destiny 2. That's their next big push. Here's how we fix the story. Here's what we're fixing with Vault Space. Here's what we're fixing with raids. You can expect four raids at launch and all this. And, like, look at everything we have for you. You're going to love it for these reasons, you know. We listen to you. Yeah, yeah. and and maybe to mm-hmm. to boil it down more. Yeah, I still don't expect it would be like a Taken King type release. I've actually yeah. always said that. I'm getting nervous more and more again saying it, but mm-hmm. I've always expected September October to be more of what you're talking about. Yeah. We're leaving behind that vault. You know, we're changing this thing. Mm-hmm. It's not just going to be. It's another raid, and here's some more exotics, because that's what you're saying. If it is just that, you're right. It's going to be met with mm-hmm. like. Okay, that's not super exciting. I do expect it to be more than that, but I think they're struggling to make all that happen. So I'm very curious to see what happens uh, in the next you know, several months. I think at E3 or around there, we're going to know more. Um, well, we will know more yeah. by then. So actually, the, the, t- the clock is ticking now. Yeah. We've only got, what, three or four months or so to, to wait? Sorry, my phone's... That's all right. I was wondering if it was mine. Here's how they get the community back. They eat a big old slice of humble piety three this year. Mm-hmm. Make a big announcement. We know the story sucked. We know we let you. <laughs> we know that we let a lot Pete of you Parsons down. Opening remarks as no. new president. Well, no, I imagine we know that, the game sucks. That that would be like Luke. <laughs> I'm kidding. You know, yeah. but you're right. It, yeah, admit things. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know you were let down by the story and this, and we're doing everything we can to gain your so trust pull, again. Pull a Microsoft. Post Xbox One announcement, basically. Basically, because right? like right now, it's like Destiny was like boom. Yeah. You know, they need to ramp that up, and I think they do. They get the gamer back by eating that humble pie. Yeah. I really don't think it's that hard to bring morale back up. The passion for this community and gamer really, really high. Um, therefore, the expectations are high. But like, 
even seeing like another raid is gonna get people pumped. Yeah. Um, just getting a new set of exotics is gonna get people pumped. So I actually think it's easy for them to overcome this morale issue. It's just for whatever reason they're having to wait for the next whenever three months. Mm. I don't know. Um, but when it happens, we'll all be excited again. I think. Yeah. The big question though is how much is in there that our expectations are gonna be met. Having liked Destiny so much, I don't even know what, what did people expect when Destiny launched. Like, I don't know what they made up the in original? their head for it to be, you know, that they were so let down. Like, maybe more Destiny? maybe more of a narrative. I think— But besides, like, we yeah, all know the story's awful. I think a, lot, was. a yeah. lot of people expected sort of, like, whatever, you know, the Halo 2 kind of experience. Mass Effect, Like, maybe. Yeah, may, yeah, maybe Mass Effect yeah. even. I don't know. But, like, yeah, definitely a very deep Bungie-esque type experience and story. And I think that you heard a lot about that, where it was like, what is going on with this story? Mm -hmm. Because Bungie had a precedent for that with Halo. And so I think that that was a big one. And when you realized you just had to jump in this world and grind out, you know, a couple of these weapons and, like, it was a pain to make it past level 20, that's yeah. where they started to lose people. Yeah. Um, because well, the no, they lost them. entry was too high. They lost half of them with the story. They lost the other half when they hit the 20s. Yeah. You know, there, I know was, a ton of people sucked. who do not know what Destiny is yeah. because they only got to, like, level 17. Mm -hmm. And they're like, yeah, I think I know what it is. I'm like, not yeah. really. Because it's totally a different yeah. experience once you sort of get to the high level and play there. So. Brand, I know you're on a tight schedule, so I'm yeah, going to move you along okay. a little bit. But I really want to talk about the uh, special ammo change for 3v3 multiplayer types. We yeah. said we'd talk about it at the head of the show. But uh, yeah, they're changing happening? it. They're Basically, you're not going to start with sniper ammo is the big change. Special now. ammo. Yeah. But snipers are a big problem when well, they're sniping no, the special it's ammo. special ammo specifically for snipers. So your sniper will not start with special ammo no, it's is what I'm reading. So you can... People are hypothesizing that your sidearm will still get ammo, but not your sniper. What they spe they specifically talked about the shotgun problem as well. So intuitively, I understood that as um, right. Like it was just a special. Nobody's going to start with special ammo. So it's they a little they, hazy, in my opinion. No, no, no. They do. Yeah. Uh, here's what I think is confusing because yeah. they they talk about the sniper problem and they illustrate it. But what Derek says. Uh, is um, this guy is senior designer Derek, Derek Carroll. Carroll. Yeah. And he was being interviewed by Deej and the team. How will February up the February update change the special ammo economy in the Crucible? Can't speak today. Apologies. Economy. Economy. How will it change, Derek? Derek says, after the update, players will start certain matches, note, without special ammo. Once the match has begun, those green special crates will behave in the same way you're used to, right? The countdown begins. You go find them. So, yeah, I take that as... I mean, it's, All it's everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it. And so, right, yeah, they're trying to keep people from just starting with special ammo as well, obviously. Mm -hmm. They did confirm on Twitter, I saw Invective and Icebreaker will also start with Null, but obviously Good. they have to start generating. Good to know. So they, so they got that part fixed, but... Yeah, they say that all 3v3 playlists will feature the new special ammo behavior. So 3v3, mm -hmm. skirmish, salvage, elimination, trials, and any rotating 3v3 playlist. So tr for trials, obviously, this is huge. So I think it's great. Um, and he says, Derek says, I will take special care to say that Rumble is not a 3v3 mode ah. and is safe from the change. So Rumble and 6v6, they were saying, for now at least, will be that. Um, this so is yeah. Good. What do you? Yeah. Why do you think this is good? Well, uh, I saw my name is Bife uh, talking yeah. on Twitter. He's just like he was on the show. Last I'm going to be rocking No Land Beyond and a sidearm. Get wrecked, everybody. Oh, nice. <laughs> you know, because it's still a sniper. Its primary takes two shots to down somebody, yeah. like two headshots. 
But uh, that might be a good loadout. And I like that the community is already like, all right, how can I work around Universal Remote. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, no and beyond. Yeah, right? Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if actually, I mean, it's a valid point. Are Mm -hmm. people going to be breaking out no and beyond? I didn't even actually, I only read the update early this morning. For something like trials, it might be good to start. Like start with your no and beyond sidearm loadout. You snipe some people for trials. You know, you get those early kills, and then you change your loadout once synth pops. Yeah, it's a I, it's a I, interesting I, strategy. I tell you what, I would start with. Yeah, maybe I'll have to figure this out. Yeah, start with no and beyond, yeah. and then get. Um, hopefully, you have like a shoddy or, a, um, or a sniper. Yeah, I was like, wait, you can equip yeah. both snipers with rescue mag, and then <laughs> if you get critically damaged, you'll probably get some ammo. Yeah, <laughs> uh, if the, if the countdown doesn't make it by that time, have your so. friends grenade you or something, or grenade yourself. So you get the ammo. <laughs> I haven't tried that with rescue. I have. I haven't either. I just, uh, it probably yeah. works because that's a really great yeah. idea. That'd be funny, right? Oh, I'm I need totally going to test that. That seems really <laughs> messed up. If the great Destin, you broke the game. Um, <laughs> Derek's like, no, he figured it out. But yeah, I think people are going to adapt quick, quickly. It's a very crafty community. Mm. It's a vocal community, and you're already reading before it starts of what yeah. people are going to do to adapt to it. I think we're going to see a lot of invectives. Uh, invective already was kind of a pain in the neck. It's yeah. kind of it's not as bad as Thorn, but it's like I like Thorn. Invective. But it's only how in these three v three modes. How do you feel about that? Do you think this is a good move? Oh, I definitely think it's a good really? move. Really? Um, yeah, I, I think that it was like a sniper game, right? Basically, they, special has always been a problem. You know, mm-hmm. like remember when it was just always there? Like when it first started in year one, it was like up. It just kind of spawned in random locations, yeah. but it was basically no. In year so. one, it was set spots. Yeah, and, yeah. And so, well, but they would sort of rotate is my point. So, I mean, you would just be running from special to special, but yeah. it was always somewhere, basically. Yeah. Then they fixed that, reduced it, it helped. But now, you know, starting matches with some special ammo and... Uh, and well, now and you just, start with none. I know, yeah. was causing Certain a problem. Ones, yeah. So now it will fix that. So I think it's a good thing. Like, God forbid we have to go toe-to-toe with some primary weapons. Yeah. Like, I would actually, I don't know if I've said it before, I'd love a mode where actually... Either, yeah, the special thing is really put off or just remove it. Yeah. Um, I, I don't want to play the whole thing like that. I love sniping. I love yeah. shotguns and stuff and fusions. But uh, it's, it, yeah, it's amazing how many people immediately just switch over to special. Here's my thing. I'm like, my immediate thought was, oh, great. You get rid of primaries that do elemental damage. So that's gone. Now you take away my special ammo. <laughs> you know, like, next, know. next up. Nobody starts with ammo. Yeah. You it's only a, all grenades and melees. Introducing boxing in <laughs> Destiny. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you know, we were. Oh my god, what a great April Fool's joke. <laughs> that, that was just a good idea. You wrote it. Um, Instead yeah, of grenades, I, you'll throw confetti. We yeah. want you to like really learn each other's yeah, exactly. <laughs> feelings before you start fighting. Death by haikus. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good thing, but without playing it, it is hard to say. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I feel good about it. I mean, the, the amount of times that you're getting sniped off the beginning of these matches and stuff is just dumb. So yeah. hopefully that'll fix things. Fran, you got to get out of here? Yeah, we should also mention um, – we're pretty much out of time, is that right? Yeah. yeah. But uh, we should mention that they did fix in the raid uh, as the last thing, right? They fixed, Yeah, ogres don't teleport anymore. I don't think that hits until February 9th, the uh-huh. Crimson Doubles But with the 2.2 whatever update? 2.11, I think. Yeah. Is that what it is? Uh, yeah, 2.11. Yeah. February 9th. O- Ogres teleporting, which obviously creates a huge issue in the raid. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah. A so bit. they're fixing that. And then uh, what was the other thing they fixed? It was a it was a raid-related bug. 
Yeah, it was with the raid. Um, I'm just forgetting because. We're oh, not... you don't snap the camera back when you uh, when oh, you rudders. dunk the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So if occasionally... I turn around this way, it's not going to make me look that way when the animation finishes. Yeah, I never had a problem yeah. with that, but it was causing problem for some runners, so it'll stay. Oh, in like the runner every mark. time I dunk, like I'm getting ready to run that way, so I'm like, all right, the animation's playing, but then I'm running that way. You know. Oh, actually, that's right. It I didn't very realize that. I thought this wasn't a problem up in the air. Yeah, on the on the mm -hmm. Death Singers, that was a huge problem. I yeah. could never tell which way I was going. Yeah. You're like, all right, I dunked it. Yeah. I want to go the oh wait, they threw me. It's funny, you know? I didn't realize that was this problem. Mm -hmm. I thought it was up in the air and I didn't experience it. Yeah, I yeah. hate that thing. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm glad they're fixing it. So. That's what I that's what I read it to be. Cool. Anyway, that's it for this week. You want to plug anything quick? No, uh, well, yeah, I mentioned last week we have Apple TV app. Uh, we've had it out there for a while now. We just updated it. We've been featured. Check it out if you have the new Apple TV. Um, really great experience. I love it. Actually, my preferred TV app for IGN. You can watch Fireteam Chat and everything yeah. else on there. Uh, as always, leave that app uh, review in the store, but also Fireteam Chat if you're checking it out in uh, podcast form anywhere. And you can always watch us on Xbox One, PlayStation yeah. 4, YouTube, and everywhere else. And if uh, you like IGN After Dark, you and I stream a little bit now. You've yeah. been playing a lot of Destiny with fans. The Destin channel. Be yeah. sure to check out. Destin is yeah. rocking more and than just Destiny. I've mostly just been on Destiny. Oh, I'm so hooked on XCOM 2 right now, Fran. Oh, it's really? It's really good. Okay, yeah. so you'll probably be playing that this weekend. Yeah. I still got a raid to finish this week, though. I'm going to the Lighthouse this weekend, probably. Yeah. And we should do some Crimson Doubles. I'm FM3 underscore yeah. on Twitch. Uh, kept it nice and simple. But, uh, yeah, be sure to check us out uh, after hours and on the weekends. Yeah, cool. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Until next time, Guardians, Guardians out. out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.